every time I shower, I just want to shave my head. I just feel like I'm... Because it takes so long to dry the hair? It takes so long to brush it. I, that's all I do you is brush it. Just It's all you do all day. It's, yeah. It's brushing Nine hair. Nine till six, and then, yeah. <laughs> then you're ready to go out. along the way. <laughs> just keep yeah. going. But I do. I feel like I'm just entrapped by the patriarchy. Yeah. Every time I'm brushing it, I'm yeah. like, why you're do I have this? I'm yeah. a Sinead O'Connor this. Exactly. Right Yeah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice, nice hair, though. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> sure, listen. Huh? Going Sinead? Yeah, yeah I've, I've gone thing. pretty Sinead um, yeah. for the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the listeners listening at home, Mark Hanton is gone Sinead. Not a yeah. full Sinead, close though. Was that a number two Almost, or a number one? Yeah. No, this is five. That's oh. five? Yeah. Okay. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, I was going to do it a bit longer, but I couldn't find the attachment to my strimmer. So I oh, just, you do it yourself? Yeah, it's yeah. It's very neat. Yeah. Yeah, I always cut my own hair. Yeah. Um, and I cut it. Uh, I'm I'm crackling. Uh, I cut it for uh, a, uh, an election improv debate we did last week. Which, if you haven't checked it out, listeners, check it out. Yeah, listeners. Uh, I was playing Martin McMartin, um, uh, the Sinn Fein spokesperson. Wonderful. And so I felt like my usual hair wasn't quite right. So I kind of yeah. cut bits off it just randomly with the scissors. And then I thought, okay, well, it's time to... Did um, the job, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, our guest today, who's taking off her earrings, so she's fully prepared. I can prepared. hear them rattling. Yeah. <laughs> she can... I know I've got my bracelets on too, so yeah. I'm going to be noisy too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Is I'm it? crackling. You're rattling. I'm rattling. She's jangling. I'm jangling. Just call me rattling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how it's going down today. <laughs> uh, I've, I, I was told uh, what your surname is, but I've forgotten it. So shall I do the honors? Yes, please, <laughs> This is Sue Rainsford, writer and researcher extraordinaire, um, who's joining us today. I, Sue um, was a gift from my sister. Yes, your amazing sister. My sister in the United yeah. States, Laura. Um, Sue and Laura are doing a master's together mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. Bennington College in Vermont. At Bennington, yeah. Um, and But Sue lives in Ireland. And it yeah. was a crazy... It actually ma- makes Ireland more center of the... Not even Ireland, <laughs> Dublin. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. fact that in a tiny town in Vermont... It was, yeah, it was... It was crazy when we met because we were talking, talking, like all the usual, like just polite, small talk. Yeah. And then she's like, from, yeah, do? it's like not only, you know, usually when you go to America, it's like I'm one fifth Irish or I'm one eighth Irish. Yeah. And then Laura was like, oh, I have, you know, Irish family. And I kind of thought, oh, here we go. And she, I was like, no, she has two sisters living there. She is bonafide. Le- it's okay. Legit. <laughs> yeah. but what's, what's hilarious is that yeah. only one of those sisters was born here. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it is, yeah, she's got legit connections. Yeah. Is it annoying for you to go to America and have everyone be like, I'm Irish? No, no, not so much. I find it, I mean, actually this time, this trip back was probably the worst in terms of people making, I don't know, people are just more comfortable with me now, but like people making the leprechaun jokes, mm-hmm. kind of doing this pretty offensive accents and the, you know, so you, like... So- you're born and raised in Ireland. In Dublin, yeah. In Dublin, yeah. but you went over there for college? So it's low residency. So basically we just go over for just under two weeks in January and June. Right. Um, so two Januarys, two Junes, and then we graduate the fifth time we go over. So it, low residency is what they call it, and it yeah. really confuses them at passport control when I go yeah, I bet through the does. airport. They just think I'm so suspicious. Yeah. They ask me if I have, you know, but it's a nice contraband. But it's a nice way to go to college in the States without having to live well, in the exactly. States. Well, exactly. And I always very much was, you know, really enamored with 
the idea of college in the States. And, you know, I'm reading the secret history, obviously. Yeah. And uh, I was like, this is it. This is where I've got to go. And then ended up going to Trinity, like, you know, like a washout. <laughs> like everyone but, else. Yeah, like everyone but, else. But it saved you some money. Yes. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. yeah. And, and it is now you get to sort of enjoy it without having to actually get into it. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. The first few times I went over, I thought, why don't I? Because li- I spent I've spent a lot of time in America, New York, growing up. And when I went back, then was in Vermont. I was like, why don't I live in this country? I love it so much. And then the last time, I actually felt sort of happy to come home. So I think maybe I just had to get it out of my system. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Dip yeah. your toe in. Yeah. I do love going over there though. Yeah, and yeah. Vermont um, and where Bennington is is really beautiful. And we started and going so different to Ireland. We started going to North Bennington this time, where I'm around where Shirley Jackson used to live, and it is like a slightly fancier Twin Peaks. It is so wonderful. Like the restaurant that Laura, Shauna, our friend Shauna, and the three of us went there. It was just I was like, why? Like, who lives? Yeah, here? it's like why aren't there more people here? Like this is fabulous, you know. It's like going. Yeah. It's like it's pretty remote parts of Vermont. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you sort of forget that the states can have these empty yeah. spaces. I mean, you see a car coming and you're like, what is that? Like, yeah. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. Get yeah. away. Yeah. But no, it's really, really beautiful. And all of our faculty and the campus, like, it's all just gorgeous. Like, I think, yeah. and for a lot of people who have full time jobs and other, you know, they might be lawyers or in marketing or like, you know, Laura obviously being a teacher. For a lot of people, it's almost like a holiday, yeah. you know, like a retreat or something. Yeah, um, coming up to read and write. Yeah, so yeah. What, yeah. What are you studying on a very low level? <laughs> <laughs> it's um, creative writing and literature, okay. basically, yeah. Yeah. And, and so you are a creative writer and literate. So I, I'm literate. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm a fiction writer at yeah. Bennington, but more... Um, on a more kind of professional level, like um, here, I'd be an arts writer and researcher. I wouldn't really, like my work at home wouldn't really, there wouldn't be a huge fiction component to it. It's more like experimental writing. So you, like, you would look at a painting and just try and describe it? No, no. Um, I mean, there's certainly, I've certainly done a lot of fun stuff with like ekphrasis and like writing poems and short stories around works of art. but. Something I'm more interested in now is basically I was getting all bitter and twisted because in working in the art world where different types of writing would get appropriated by performance art or, you know, be like, ooh, science fiction writing and how that can lend to an exhibition. I was like, all the non-linear, non-traditional aspects of literary writing are getting kind of picked up as something new and shiny by the arts world, I felt. Interesting. So, yeah, yeah. And I was like, literature is incredibly expansive and experimental kind of by nature. Um, so really what I'm interested in is treating writing and literary writing in the way that a lot of contemporary artists would work in terms of um, just like handling of material, strong research element, um, installation, often a sound element. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of more interested in how literary creative writing so it can cohabit the same space as, as artworks. Yeah. As, as yeah. contemporary art. And mm. you have a show, is it still on at the moment at the lab? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So tell us um, about that. So ba- that's a show by artist Bridget O'Gorman. Um, it's a solo exhibition of hers in the lab that's called In the Flesh. And the lab on Street. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, so she has made this um, very beautiful, very thought-provoking cerebral show about... Um, it's inspired by the personal ephemera in the storehouse um, of the National Museum relating to 
1916. So a barracks um, where you would have hats and well, you have guns and you have, um, you know, artillery, but you would also have like a lot of, um, you know, like razor blades and, um, you know, personal, like personal items of personal clothing. Personal effects. Yeah, 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 that are, that people um, handed in over the years or at the time, you know, in say like these have an immediate connection to 1916. So... Bridget has made um, sculptural works and two video works in relation to the pieces there. And I wrote a script for one of the video works called Slow Tear, um, which is sort of that video work shows um, the very cool, calm cabinets of the storehouse where all of these corrosive, eroding, deteriorating objects live. And then my script was kind of meant to give a sort of visceral or emotive voice to the lives of those objects. So. The objects that are being stored there. Yeah. I, went, it, I was looking at that video when I went to see the show and I was thinking like that is some kind of organization work that has to oh happen. Oh my God, it's amazing. In Collins Barrett. Yeah. The tagging and the labeling and knowing where things are and knowing how to find things again. Yeah. It's like, oh. Absolutely. Like when we went in with um, Brenda Malone, who was who Bridget was collaborating with for the whole, um, for the length of the show. Um, yeah, just the way she mediates these materials and the amount of like personal information that she has about them and, and then how she historicizes them. It is insane, like the amount of labor, like just the level of microactivity and the cleaning. And like you say, the labeling and the tagging, like yeah. it is. And there's something like, oh God, I'm going to get it wrong. Like there's a huge amount, there's thousands, they have thousands of objects there, thousands that, you know, would just never come to light, that there would just not be the room and an exhibition for them. Yeah. But they still have to be taken care of to the highest degree. It's insane. Crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do love archives, though. I think they are amazing. So I'm glad yes. that they're in there. It's good to know about. Yes. Yeah. It'd be nice if they, fig- like, if they had a space where they could sort of recycle them so that you could, or put ones out and bring other ones so that something got to get out at mm. least once yeah. a year, yeah. you know, to be seen. Yeah. It's hard to find spaces for that. Yeah. Well, there's going to be this big exhibition now opening at Collins Barracks on Thursday. So there'll be, there'll be a lot in there. Um, and that's on, I mean, we're all at the, you know, when we heard about the opening, we were like, we'll all go, we'll all be there on the opening night. And they were like, well, no rush. Cause it will be on for three years. It's going to be on for a long time. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you're listening within three years, <laughs> March, you are still good to go. Yeah. Do check it out. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise you're too late. Otherwise. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, and the show ask you all the questions on a Trivial Pursuit card. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I asked you to come and do this, you said you didn't know. I have never any- played it. And okay. I, and I have terrible general knowledge in general. Super. So, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Well, the good news <laughs> is that we all, that some of us in this room have better general knowledge than others. Mm. Um, we have our peanut <laughs> gallery back again this week. Yes. My mom is here again. Is here again. <laughs> So, and she's got great general knowledge. Yeah. So, yeah. She's already shouted out one of the answers <laughs> yeah. to questions. Before Sue so. walked back in. Damn it. Um, but don't feel any pressure, and it's not about how much you know. Okay. At all. I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. So, you're not a pub quiz fan or a. <laughs> no. Like, yeah. No, no. Um, I just, yeah, abstract concepts are my thing, okay. are, are my forte. Yeah. Any games or board games that you do enjoy? I played Pictionary once or twice and I found that to be pretty that was pretty fun um, in college when you were experimenting <laughs> yeah it was a wild time it was a wild time your Pictionary um, youth I'm partial to a card game mm-hmm. um, but yeah no I yeah I'm just very antisocial in general I guess and 
Yeah. Nothing, <laughs> no, no sitting around playing games long no, into the night. No, no. Yeah. Traumatic childhood in that sense. We'd, yeah. Just <laughs> everyone keep to themselves, go yeah. read a book. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. More important things to be doing. Yeah. Than, well, you might, yeah. it might turn out that you know more than you think that you know. I doubt that, being but okay. a big, being we'll a big a reader, yeah. you never yeah. know. Um, so the card is divided, because you've never played this before, into different categories. Yes, geography is geography yes. one. Okay. Correct. <laughs> that History. Is, yes. Um, arts. Yes. Arts and literature. Arts and literature. Together. Okay, okay. Um, I don't know, what else is important? Science. Oh, of course. And nature. Of course, okay. Sports and leisure. Okay, and uh, entertainment. And entertainment, okay. Um, but this this Sports game... Is going to be your favorite arts and literature? I mean, I'm it's cautious to say, because yeah. I'll probably just expose myself. Yeah, but um, definitely not sports. I would have absolutely no yeah. no grounding there. And geography, I have a terrible, I'm, terrible sense of geography which is which is really shocking really yeah. shocking i've well, tried to correct it a few times but <laughs> sometimes, no it's, sometimes it's not worth it yeah. yeah um our geography questions usually the hilarious thing about this version of the game is that a lot of them don't have anything to do with what it says it does or very okay. loosely based on the okay topic the maybe i'll get addicted <laughs> it's basically everything's entertainment um yeah. so the geography question today is which fish does a chef need a special license to be able to prepare in japan Ooh. koi Fugu or tuna? It's fugu, isn't it? I think I know this from a Simpsons episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. see, you never know when the Simpsons are going to kick in. Well, yeah, to hell with all the reading. Tuna, yeah. and I don't, I don't think they eat koi. So. Oh yeah, they just have them in ponds. Yeah, yeah like colossal yeah. koi. Yeah, like six foot koi. Yeah, huge yeah. ones. Yeah, okay, not so, so and also. Huge. Sue doesn't know this, but Betsy put a thumbs up when Sue said Fugu. So. Thank you, Betsy. <laughs> um, and Fugu is the one that, um, it's also known as blowfish. Fugu is highly toxic if prepared incorrectly. Yeah. There we, yeah, definitely a Simpsons Would episode. You, it's all coming back there to There you me. go. Yeah. Would you try Fugu? Have you tried Fugu? Not to my knowledge, but yeah, I'd try it. Yeah. I'd try it. I've eaten some strange enough things. What's the strangest? Well, I'm cheating. My boyfriend is from Zimbabwe. So when we've been out there, I ate a little bit of crocodile. Good. Um, which I'm technically a pescatarian, but I figure like crocodiles don't have souls. So, <laughs> and they would eat me. They would eat crocodiles me. Crocodiles are technically so, dinosaurs. Yeah. So I don't think it falls. <laughs> and um, we ate these things called mapani worms, which are like, which are maggots that um, it's a local delicacy to fry them. And you get a little yeah. certificate when you've eaten them that we oh, had nice. on the fridge they just tasted like salt and dirt they were fine like you know it made for a fun what did the crocodile taste like? like the crocodile was just like tough fish like tough white fish okay um that is a yeah. you are a, a, an easy date <laughs> <laughs> salt yeah yeah i was like listen i'm on holiday it's sunny I'm it's go warm crazy. yeah yeah i don't mind what i eat once it's yeah hot out yeah but um yeah, so I suppose neither of those were poisonous. Although I did feel like somehow the inherent properties of danger to the crocodile were still present in the oh. in the dead crocodile. Like it was still an, an aggressive situation. Yes, yes. An aggressive thing it to eat. It could have turned on me. Yeah. yeah. Inside me. I'm yeah. trying to think of the weirdest thing I've ever eaten. It might be camel. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. How was that? Ah, <laughs> uh, Fine. Yeah. A bit like a bit gamey, sort of like <laughs> venison ish. Yeah. There's camel and ostrich, I think, in Little these days. 
Really? Yeah. I did not Just expect you to say little. Hat. No. Not little. exciting at all. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out boring. <laughs> uh, which I'm tempted by, but they're very expensive. Mm. Is the problem. Yeah. But they're quite environmentally friendly. I heard ostrich is very good for you as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. That okay. it's a good it's a good bird to eat. Okay. Um, of all the but birds. the camel, yeah, we ate that in Morocco. But I'm not sure that they're sort of raising camels for, you know, lunch. I think they're <laughs> just eating the camels that aren't good for working. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Glue yeah. factory camels. Yeah. 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 So I'm sh- I'm sure maybe camel could be very delicious if you're raising it in the right the, way. Yeah. Better circumstances. Yeah. Who knows though? Yeah. I mean, I've obviously. I mean, I've eaten like sheep's testicles and pig's feet and things like that but like you know they were just so laced in seasoning and usually usually when something it could be anything usually when something is slightly gross it's all about butter and salt and sauces yeah so that you don't really recognize yeah what it is the consistency doesn't lie though like snails it's hard to eat snails yeah it is hard to eat snails you have a A very open definition as to what is fish. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is, yeah, no, this is all four, six years ago when I kind of, yeah, drew a line in the sand. And once you'd had the pig's trotters (laughs) and the testicles, you were like, I think I've done it. I think I've done it now. Yeah, Yeah, there's nothing else out there. (laughs) We can stop with this. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be amazed though how offended people get, like, by just eating fish. It's like, oh, I don't eat meat and I don't eat chicken, but I do eat white fish. People are like, what? Because like, fish don't have souls, or like, what's geez. wrong with it? Like, you know, and yet you wear leather. Like, people get really yeah. angst up. It's funny. It's amazing what people want to get um, angry about. Yeah. In terms of other people's yeah. preferences. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, going to Vermont was such a treat because there were so many people there who were like, you know, oh, I'm a vegetarian. I was like, well, I'm, yeah, I'm a pescatarian. You know, they'd say, oh, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I'm a pescatarian. Like, yeah, and I, I was like, fish. this is, yeah. I, was I like, have this a, is lovely, I have this a tuna sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Let's all go out Duh. for tuna. It's yeah. an interesting distinction, though. Why did you go for pescatarian? Um, just, I have, like... Because always, fish don't have souls. Fish don't have souls. <laughs> um, do you actually believe that? No, I do not believe that. No, um, it's a very, um, yeah, it's very subjective. Like I'd kind of, I'd catch a fish and I'd kill a fish, but I wouldn't, I'd freak out in an abattoir. So I just started to feel really hypocritical. Right. Yeah. And I I was at Emma years ago and I saw this show by Philippe Pereno and they just had this, it was, it was a video installation of an abattoir and this ox being dragged by the neck, but you didn't see anything. You just saw like the equipment and I was like, this is freaking me out. So I'm so upset by this. I am a I'm done raving with burgers. Hypocrite. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, yeah. Gonna, I'm just going to be done with burgers. I yeah. think a lot of people, if they sort of veer towards that anyway, it does take sort of one small thing yeah. for them to kind of go, you know what, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Like it could be something someone says in a way that they say it or yeah, noticing something or just having a yeah. bad something. They can just be like, you know what, yeah. that's the motivation I need to just stop. Yeah. <laughs> I'd also just been in West Cork with all the spring lambs kind of, you know, jumping up to look in the car window and I was like this is too much it's too much I am a wuss <laughs> jumping on your plate <laughs> yeah. like, All right, then. they on want it yeah. yeah 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 would you eat uh, shellfish 
Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Um, to be honest, like it's more I find you know Ireland is not the best place to be a vegetarian, or you know a lot Correct. of the time, unless so, you really like goat's cheese. Unless you re- yeah, and I don't have the biggest tolerance for dairy, so it usually comes down to it like flip the coin as to you know what I can eat right. on a menu. But like no, yeah. when I'm at home, it would be yeah, pretty much fish free, fish free residence, fish yeah. free home. Well, it's hard yeah. to cook fish especially if you live in a smaller kind of place because sometimes it gets a bit stinky. yes this is true yeah yeah you just need to either go baking <laughs> it has a lot of hang time <laughs> yeah 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 unless you've got a really good extractor fan yeah or have you sit around with the windows open there's some fish that can I find prawns don't stink at all you can make prawns mm. pretty easily mm. Mm. unless you're jewish then you don't eat prawns Speaking of the Jews, this, <laughs> this is, is a entertainment. Great segue. <laughs> Which duo have? I don't understand this question. Oops. So yeah, it's probably British TV. Carry on. <laughs> Which duo have the registration number H O P to hop to it? Hop to it is the registration number on their anti pesto van. Anti pesto. I presume Dumb and Dumbers. Anti pesto van. Oh, anti-pesto, like the sauce? Like the I pasta don't know. sauce? That's what it says. A-N-T-I-P-E-S-T-O. Saying in Dumb and Dumber, didn't they have, weren't they? Pesto with a Oh, no, that P. was like some sort of dog grooming service yeah. they had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I would guess that it's up to it. Uh, some kind of... Um, Is it a cookery British thing? kids TV show. Maybe yeah. it's a cookery <laughs> thing. But who wants to be anti-pesto? That's Those, sad. The two fat ladies, that British duo, but they, they had a motorbike. Oh, yeah. But they could right. have that. Motorbikes have registration yeah, numbers. That's true. Yeah. That was the name of the show. I'm not calling them two fat ladies. No, it is yeah. actually. Yeah. That is a show yeah. for those Americans listening. Yeah. She's not just being. I am not cruel and judgmental. Sizest. Yeah. Two fat ladies, not a bad idea. Hop to it, though. I don't know if they. Yeah, why would are they be hopping rabbits, to it? Rabbit kid shows? Yeah. Mm. But a duo, I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. Okay, give us a clue. Um, it is. You've heard of these, this. Yes, I have heard of it. Are we right about, or am I right about British TV? Yes. And it is a cartoon, it's not real life. Mm-hmm. Is it old cartoon? Uh, it's it been around for a while. Been around for a while. Yeah. Are they rabbits? Uh, no. No. Interesting. Danger Mouse? No. I am at a loss. Does the peanut, the peanut gallery, gallery has a has an idea? <laughs> Say it louder. Well, is it Gromit? Correct. Oh wow! The peanut okay. gallery pulls it out. Well done, Wallace and Gromit. I'm disappointed in myself. Wensleydale yeah. cheese. Yeah, that's all I know about Wallace and Gromit, and I know what they look like. I loved that show as a youth, so I'm actually very disappointed that you didn't in myself. That you yeah. didn't know their regist- yeah. registration. Yeah. Yeah. They're reg plates. Shame on me. Um, yeah. But it has been around for a long time, hasn't it? Yeah. That's sort of classic British. I saw Shaun the Sheep movie last year. Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> How did you find it? Um, I went with friends who have three children. Okay. And so it's more enjoyable to go with kids because actually you spend most of your time trying to help them with their popcorn and getting on and off the seat. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It goes by of the their, yeah. yeah. So it's... But it was pretty silly. It was cute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was a nice... There's no words, really. Yeah. So that's always sort of fun. Yeah. Just And I always think that kind of animation is amazing. Like, I just don't know how they do it. Blows my mind. I know. Yeah, no, it is fun to sit and yeah. think and wonder. I mean, yeah. it's no inside out, but it was pretty fun. I'm so, I cute. haven't seen any of the 
you know, like even everyone's still talking about Frozen yeah. all the time. Like yeah. I've never seen it. Like I know I'm missing out on a lot of references, but like I just can't. Mm. Like I just yeah, your your useless trivia knowledge might yeah <laughs> bump up. go up a little yeah, bit if you yeah. saw Frozen for sure. Yeah. Frozen is like heroin to kids. Mm-hmm. They just can't. I've heard it has a startling effect. Yeah, yeah. it does, yeah. and it's oh, sort of interesting because I I enjoyed it, but I didn't love it. It's not the best animated movie I've seen. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. Yeah, it's fine. I, my sister really likes it, and I would respect her opinion. But yeah, I still just can't bring myself to waste sit an down. hour and a half of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Inside Out though is definitely worth it. Okay, that is a fantastic movie. Okay. Very enjoyable and very smart and very clever. Okay. And I highly recommend that. You seem impassioned about this. I will take it on board. Inside Out, the next rainy day where you need to spend two hours watching television. Okay. That's a good one. Okay. Um, And I think I need to watch it again because there are lots of references that I think you'd sort of miss the first time. I think maybe, yeah, I think the girls might have actually been talking about this it's in very Bennington clever. the last time. I think this was, yeah. My friend who is a psychologist said it's the best movie about brain psychology she's ever seen. Really? Including medical studies. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That is high praise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She says it's amazing. Um, so I feel smarter thinking that it's also, <laughs> also thinking that it's amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I going to say? What were your favorite TV shows when you were younger? Oh, God. Well, Buffy, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and once someone told me that I looked a little bit like Sarah Michelle Gellar and I vowed I would never cut or change my hair in any way. Um, God, I don't know. I'm, yeah, my sister and I were big Buffy fans. And obviously when Angel came out and we used to have the double decker, the double bill on a Friday night after school. Friday taken care of. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we had these I can read or you can read VHSs that we used to watch. Mm-hmm diligently yeah where they would take like a different topic per vhs and you know like science like space or the zoo or something and the subtitles would come up like karaoke and the you know as the person was talking like the words would light up and that oh. was we were addicted to that we could not get enough of that i think we do ran you think it helps with your reading yeah i mean it was a huge thing in our house when we were little like we were like pa- our parents were reading to us like as we came out yeah. of the womb. They're yeah. like, these and are going to be some and have literate stopped. children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so, I think, yeah, I think it probably, yeah, I'd say no, it helped. It helped a lot because yeah. it was our... Does that, it help you in watching foreign films? You know, I lo- yeah, I love a good subtitled movie. Yeah. I've never resisted the subtitle and I've never thought about it until now, there but go. yeah. <laughs> there, there's the connection. Yeah. I don't know, we used to watch like a lot of weird, well, not weird, but say like um, our dad is a huge film buffs we were like watching a lot of Polanski and stuff when we were quite young stuff like this probably sounds like child abuse to a lot of people but um yeah like fearless vampire killers was a big thing like movies like that kind of creepy you know slightly grown-up super yeah 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 yeah. I remember um yeah our parents kind of half discussing if it was gonna do us any damage or not and they were like no sure they don't understand the more adult stuff and I was like no it just planted seeds for later yeah exactly <laughs> for later traumas you're like oh why yeah. do I feel this way but I also be watching Nickelodeon and like um cat or cow and chicken and Johnny okay, Bravo so you did get like some they were, like oh yeah oh yeah. gotcha um no but and you then, looked at it from a more uh, <laughs> Yeah, from semiotics point of view, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Exactly. No, um, no, only recently actually, my dad um, got us like the box set of Johnny Bravo, 
like from out like and it was just sitting on the kitchen table one day when I went over to visit I was like this is incredible where did you find this where did he find it I don't know he's yeah he always has his he was dodgy sources when it comes pottering to, through an Oxfam one day yeah. and hit the jackpot yeah. <laughs> ambulance yeah uh, okay history what is the generation of people born from 1946 to 1964 called I have no idea very specific years. Yeah. It's very specific years. Well, it's 46 to 64. It has to be the, the baby boomers, right? Yes. The boomers. That would make sense. Yeah. Post-war yeah. Um, babies. What in 64 that they said, that's the that's end of it. that? Yeah. I don't know. It is weird. <laughs> no more Did baby they, booming. What does the yeah. date? But also... Um, when? No, I was going to say the pill coming along, but that... Ah, is it? Ah, is it? In 64? When yeah, is, would that not be early? Much later. later. 70s, kind of. So what are those people okay. called? 64 to... <laughs> to the 70s? What's the, what is that? The next 20 years called? The lost generation. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty, pretty morbid. Yeah. <laughs> so the pills stopped the baby booming? And that one. Okay. Probably did. Nipped, it, baby, nipped it in the bud. Yeah, <laughs> enough of that. Um, so what, mom's a baby boomer. Uh, what generation are you, So, Do you know? Do you have a name for your generation? No, which is the generation Y? What's that one again? I think that's because I think we're Gen X, aren't we? I was born in 88, so whenever... whatever. I think you're probably millennial. millennial. I thought the millennials were born in the 90s. No, it seems to cover a vast amount of... It came in the yeah. age. Because <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm only just not a millennial. And I'm ancient. That's true. It's not like it's like eighty two or something. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Eighty two you turn eighteen. I thought it was I thought it was Gen X, Gen Y, then the millennials. Maybe. So that Gen X covers late seventies into the early eighties and then Gen Y and then the millennials are like ones who were born in the nineties but came of age Mm. at the turn of the we can look it up. Yeah. (laughs) We have technology. There's no mouse. Okay. I've been obsessed recently with that podcast, The Generation Y, which is obviously a oh, play on Generation Y. Yeah. Um, and I have been meaning to check which is the Generation Y. Well, now we're going to gonna find out. The, yeah. Okay, Gen X is ranging from early 1960s to the early 1980s. Okay. So that yeah, covers post boomer. Mm. That's, so that's yeah. what happened after the post boomers. Yeah. List of generations. Let's have it. The last generation is <laughs> generation of 1914. So, members of the last generation were typically born between 19, uh, 1883 and 1900. Great generation of the GI generation, they were born 1900 to 1924 and uh, came of age during the Great Depression and you know, in the Second World War. The silent generation, I know as the lucky few, were born from 1925 to 1942. The lucky few. Because they were too young, I guess, for the... For the, all oh, the big wars, we're told. Yeah. But then they fought... I mean, these are Americans, I suppose, fought in the Korean War, the Vietnam War. Baby boomers, 46 to 64. Me generation, which is the me generation. The baby boomers. Same, yeah, same thing. Okay. 
millennials, also known as millennial generation or Generation Y, or demographic cohort following Generation okay, X. Okay, yeah. So. so early 1980s to early There we go. Nauties. Yeah, early nineties. <laughs> there we are. There we are. The millennials. Yeah. Not Mark Hanton. No. Nope. Like a failed Not me. You're, you're, you're strictly in the X category. <laughs> yeah. It sounds a lot better, to be fair. Generation X. It's like... Yeah. To be looked out for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah millennials are... Someone was... <laughs> Someone was telling me they were house sitting and um, they, they had to ring up the person. Said this was a millennial's problem. They had to ring up the <laughs> young millennial who owned the place and uh, or send them a text. It was like, I can't find the light switch. <laughs> and uh, and then the person was like, yeah, it's complicated. You have to you have to download this app to your phone and then sync it with the thing in the cupboard and then you can turn on your the lights with your phone. It's like, the fuck is the point in that? <laughs> that is really obnoxious. Yeah. I would hate that. Why would anybody do that to themselves? <laughs> I don't know. Instead of just having a light switch, that seems so much easier. Because you can. I guess because yeah, you can. Yeah, because you can. What if your yeah. phone runs out of battery and you can't turn your lights just, on? Yeah, right. those are just consequences then it's back to lighting candles which the hipsters love do you they do love the candle light we can all do this but do you look at older people and just wonder how the fuck they live like that (laughs) like tapes not just being able to go to whatever song you wanted on a on an album having to fast forward do you know I think go too far have to go back I think music would be the only thing that I'm like how did people put up with that without just access to so much wonderful music I think that probably the only thing that I'd be like that's something that I think I would miss were radios yeah 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 probably because I'm not a huge well no I like going to gigs but I wouldn't be a huge yeah you wouldn't be out there gig concert where I, I, I love going to the cinema and obviously I love reading you know I think it's probably the one thing that I it's so insular in activity I'd be like the thought that people once couldn't just have immediate access yeah, to it whatever, all the time yeah whatever music you wanted yeah. yeah yeah but in a way you know maybe that made you made me uh, prize those things more you yeah know? absolutely like yeah. the few albums that you had yeah you'd yeah. listen to over and over and you wanted to love them you really yeah, wanted the, to yeah. Yeah, the, the whole, pressure was the whole on album. it's like yeah. this can't be a yeah. waste yeah. Um, I think I would have a hard time not being able to communicate with friends and family in the states quickly that's true that yeah. would be really sad yeah, yeah. instant gratification Back to letter writing and yeah mm. yeah and expensive phone calls and that kind of thing yeah it's no. nice to have free phone calls free texting emailing back and forth yeah I mean I even remember you know when you would see someone who lived abroad after a couple of years and they would look totally different and it would be so disconcerting you know now you just have the constant selfie updates it's like of course you cut your hair of course you're (laughs) tan or whatever yeah Yeah. I used to find yeah I think that that is nice you're kind of yeah I wonder if people will stop saying that to like you know I always remember going back to Connecticut in the summer from LA and having people be like you're so big (laughs) like now they wouldn't have to say that because they'd like obviously see pictures of of you all the time yeah that yeah. they know exactly how big you are. Yeah. So when you show up, it's like, hey, you. <laughs> Size of it. Yeah. You look just like your photo. Yeah. Now you wouldn't like that so much if you went back to Connecticut <laughs> and they were all, oh my God, look you're so big. 
Yeah. That's what's going to happen in May. That is actually how it's going to go down in May. Besides me, but it's okay because I think when you're knocked up, it's fine. It's fair enough. It's for like people, to be like, people are Look embracing how huge your, you. Are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing such a good job already. <laughs> yeah, you're growing being human. A mother. Yeah. Nice job. Yeah, as opposed to just look large (laughs) (laughs) oh god they don't talk about it by themselves though well, that's the thing. Then they go into a back room and they're like, she's really a she's bit like, too oh big. God, she's or, big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll that never is, lose that. Yeah. That is worrying. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Arts and literature as the rain comes down outside. What magazine needed 30 CD-ROMs to publish a complete set of output from 1888 to 1997? This is not the kind of arts and literature question Sue was hoping for. <laughs> 1997. Yeah. Basically, just what? what magazine started in 1888? Yeah. National Geographic? Would that have been CD ROM heavy? Um, what about like um, magazine? Like, I suppose Women's to Way. <laughs> Women's Way, definitely. Were, yeah. uh, Empire Magazine, just really fast getting in on the cinema thing. They were like, Lumiere Brothers, <laughs> you know what? released. <laughs> Let's do this. Um, could it be like a catalog, like Sears or something like that? But the, why would you want backlog of that? Yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Reader's Digest, does that count it's as a, a magazine? Yeah, it's be. a British game, yeah. There we go. Punch. Yeah. Punch, Punch Magazine. Oh, actually, I think Punch yeah. is. Is it older than that, isn't it? Yeah, because I think feels I think Punch has though. like cartoons about the famine and stuff. But I may be making that up. <laughs> but maybe they didn't bother to. But maybe they didn't bother to punch. Uh, maybe they didn't bother to publish the stuff before eighteen eighty eight because it was too racist. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah. 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 Just let it go. Yeah. Uh, do it after. Um, after yeah. some time has passed, <laughs> yeah. they can handle it. Um, you've already said it, but it is not punch. It is not punch. National Geographic. National Geographic. Yes. Oh wow. Mm. Um, National Geographic is. I didn't realize it was that old. Yeah. I thought it was older actually. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. We I might have was... all of them in my grandparents' house in Connecticut. You know, whenever wow. I'm helping or witnessing someone move out rather than helping just you know being present yeah, while someone's like, moving can, out. You can do it. Yeah. Um there's always like a stack, a box of National Geographic. People are just so yeah. loath to part with them. It's like all the yeah, all the knowledge is there. Up. And, you know, it's like if I throw them out, like yeah. everything I ever need to know about the world is in there. Yeah. And how often do people like I used to save New Yorkers. M- Mom does, too. That's the magazine that you always think you'll go back and read more stuff because you don't ever get to the whole thing. Before you have the a good reason arrives. for saving that, though. Yeah. And yeah. they're they're good. And the covers are really fun. Yes. But, um, yeah, it's one of those things that just takes up. So much. I opened a drawer um, in our tiny cottage the other day, and that's I was like, where I put my hundred new oh workers. Oh my god! <laughs> what are these doing here? You know, I've never seen one. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, before I throw them out, Sue. Yeah. I will bring Send them, them over. Away. Yeah. Um, they yeah. are fun. They're good. They're good to read. They're good for airplanes. Yes. All that long form yeah, writing. I mean, obviously, they come highly recommend they are they are it is good i mean some are better than others and i think it's hard that they come every week because it's hard to get through them Mm. like i'm not a fast reader myself and if you're reading a book at the time and if you're yeah have Mm. a life yeah it's very hard to read a whole new yorker in a week yeah i've read the reviews yeah yeah i usually go for the reviews and and then one or two articles i think might be interesting yeah but in general you're getting the meat is there a magazine that you subscribe to or no. buy occasionally. 
I used to, I mean, for a while, I tried to be Buffy so magazine. diligent about, yeah, Buffy magazine, obviously. Yeah. And um, I used to try and be so diligent about buying art forum. And um, even though it was so expensive, I used to be like, you know, because I was doing art history and I was like, you know, like I was like, in Sotheby's for a little while. Yeah, I was like, I'm just, yeah, I'm a fraud. But um, yeah, I think that was just impossible. Um, and they're heavy. I don't, it's, so it's just a magazine about what's going on in art. <laughs> yeah, but it's hugely um, he, like, well, obviously visual, but it's more like the amount of it's incredibly lush and glossy and the, the advertising and it is insane. So there's actually a relatively small component of writing, um, but it's very heavy as well. Like, lugging it around heavy. is like yeah. not easy. Yeah. Um, I think that's the only thing I went through. I mean, every now and then I go into reads and I'm like, I'm going to be a good literary person and, yeah. you know, start by, you know, like finger on the pulse. Yeah. Sorry, what was that from the um, <laughs> audience? It's not light reading. It's not light reading. No. I thought you said it's not like reading. <laughs> not light reading. <laughs> not light reading. Um, yeah. I would be a Vogue and Vanity Fair person. I don't subscribe to either <laughs> anymore, okay. but I did used to subscribe to Vogue. Vanity Fair, I think I could And Vanity Fair is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it still is great. I, but I only buy it occasionally because it's very expensive yeah. in Ireland. Yeah. A good friend of mine reads all the Vogue, Vanity Fair. and Is there another one in the triad good? Um, not that I know of. I also am a big... I think American Vogue is much better than British Vogue. And I, I can't read that. in another language. So I think the articles in American Vogue are much more interesting than Yeah, they're, they're more Vogue. political, aren't they? Yeah. 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 No, a good friend of mine, she reads them all like when, as they come out. And she kind of... I feel like she... You know, I get it from her. Takes it in. Yeah. yeah. I think if you've got friends who are doing it, then you don't have to do it so much. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing is that, that Vanity Fair, much anything. Vanity Fair is <laughs> online. Pretty much the whole thing's online. Yeah. So you don't really have to buy it yeah. anymore. But it is fun to have it sometimes. I, yeah. Airports are where I buy my magazines. Yeah. And sometimes I think, oh, will I buy slightly a more um, intellectual magazine? But I never do. Yeah. I read like, if I find the FT art section floating around, like discarded from. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually pretty good. Because yeah. they're yeah. writing about like pretty yeah contemporary stuff, yeah. But yeah, yeah. but no, I would not subscribe. A lost art, I think. I used to, you know, I love. I would love the idea of something coming in the post. That you know, I getting would. a present in the post. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what do you subscribe to? Nothing. Don't read magazines. I thought this was a segue Fair into enough. your incredible. Yeah, until nope. <laughs> you're don't your have any <laughs> magazine material. I don't know. <laughs> occasionally I like somebody gave me a New Yorker once I never read it I just I don't what am I going to do sit down and read a thing <laughs> boring why, why? so boring like there's oh. black sails to be watched there you go there you go TV show about pirates <laughs> and anything you need to know about the world you can find on black sails you can yeah. learn from pirates yeah they know it's they're right there it's on again Betsy <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, one, the sea battles. Two, there's all the machinations. And actually, I watched. Um, sometimes they have behind the scenes and the making of, and they were talking about like all these mad things happen in it. And then the writers of it were saying, "Yeah, well, that actually did happen. That guy did that thing." And I was like, "What is some of this true? I thought this was all just bananas." But uh, it's like Vikings for for pirates. Yeah, I guess so. Is it yeah. true that they're making another Pirates of the Caribbean? Are they? Because something about Johnny Depp and his contract 
something, something. Um, really? That just sends a chill down my spine. Yeah. I'm like, just let the I man go. He had to have been contractually obliged to Five. make I don't know, like, I mean, he's the studio, a- making money. I don't understand. Like, his other films not you know having, oh. they're having to be an overall amount he's made or something oh right but I just feel like you know let him go <laughs> let just him go. let him go let him act in other things let him do something else yeah but yeah. having said that Black Mass was really bad was it? So, damn I never I was away when it was released and it's been on my list no to like, take it off the list no don't need it Inside no. Out Frozen yes <laughs> Black Mass no I find this like I adored him when I was young like I just thought he yeah. was so didn't wonderful <laughs> yeah yeah I went to see The Revenant at the weekend did oh, you? pile of shit <laughs> oh my word what didn't you like bored. about it? It, nothing really happens. Like nothing happens. The story is so boring. It's so boring. Like, like even the dynamics of the story. You know, it starts out the characters mm-hmm. do things to each other, but then for an hour, <laughs> like nothing changes between any mm-hmm. of the characters. It's just watching DiCaprio eat a fish. Like it is so boring. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I think they could have cut down on the amount of. Yeah, I think there were a lot of scenes definitely saying the same thing the, over and over. Yeah. It was beautiful to look at. It was stunning. If you could, it like, cover your ears and listen to it. Like being back the in the soundtrack cinema. just yeah. livening yeah. it all yeah. up for you. Yeah. I mean, I... Yeah, I did think it looked beautiful. And I did like that it was quite brutal as well. Um, but yeah, I was like, give him the Oscar for something else. He has done so much better. Yeah, but did you see how far he stuck out his jaw? Like, that was very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, you know, I he really I stuck his teeth out I actually didn't think he was the right person for that role. Yeah. I didn't believe him and I didn't, no, to I be a tough guy. And I wanted more of a, you know, I just love Tom Hardy. And I yeah, really good. Yeah, and I just wanted more evil Tom Hardy yeah. time. And then, like, when he comes back to the camp, better not go into yeah, it in too much detail. But yeah. But yeah. Tom Hardy was the sort of the only acting that I thought was good in it. Yeah. I didn't think Leo was bad. I just thought it was so boring. I was like, what do you, he doesn't, he, he's not doing anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. compared to other roles he's had because I do think yeah. he is a very good actor oh my god I, yeah, I yeah, still shed a tear thinking about The Departed yeah just oh, every now and then it just strikes me I'll be cycling home and mm-hmm. I'll be like damn that was such a good like, oh, fucking movie I know I want to yeah. watch it again I've talked about it recently yeah I've got that on DVD but I've never watched it I Get mean I've it, seen the film but I watched the film and I just because I'd seen um, Infernal Affairs that it's based mm-hmm. on and I kind of just felt like this is just copying somebody else's homework yeah. it's just like that's yeah, all movies these days are the, unfortunately the majority of so. movies yeah based on or takes inspiration from yeah. it's like yeah. all a spade a spade we'll plagiarism we'll is make this again. <laughs> yeah, but I guess particularly when it's just a film of another film like yeah. when it's a film of a book there's at least some adaptation but it's like, <laughs> interpretative process it's just, yeah let's just do their film again yeah but nobody saw that other one I did there you go you Connor saw it McCarthy you liked did. it yeah. We fucking loved it. We held hands for the whole thing. <laughs> High fived. I think we saw it together. <laughs> well, he also loves The Departed. Yeah. He's a huge fan of The Departed. I mean, it is just so good. He watches so good. it a lot, it's actually. It's just, yeah. Yeah. And it's, that's, it does that's based on the same character that Johnny Depp plays in Black Mass. Yeah. And this is Black really, Mass you've really, so bad. you've put a yeah, gray cloud over Departed. my day now. That's Whitey, not, Whitey yeah. Bulger. It's okay. It's okay. 
Yeah, so Jack Nicholson is playing that character, not named that, though, mm-hmm. in mm. The Departed. Mm. Um, and they bring in some true life Boston stuff into it. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's way better. Black Mass is so boring. Oh, God. And creepy and just boring. Just creepy and boring. Creepy and boring. <laughs> okay, science and nature. Which well, of these fruits... Speaking of creepy and boring. Speaking of creepy and boring. Which of these fruits looks like a green banana? A papaya, a plantain, or a kiwi? A plantain. Yeah. yeah. That Depends on what That's distance a... you're looking for. <laughs> I mean, if, if this section was called food, I would have liked it. Yeah. I would have <laughs> yeah, that I section. Can, I can, that section yeah. I can do. Yeah. Um, yeah, plantains. I'm always intimidated by plantains. I've never yeah, bought huge. one. Yeah. You know, I was in London there in or Peckham just over the it. weekend, and there yeah. are plantains, like, these kind of African markets. There are plantains everywhere. And I was like, this is such a jip, because you can only get them here in Fallon and Burn for, like, I don't know, probably seven euro. A huge amount of money. Yeah, yeah. But they're so delicious. Oh, no. You can get them other places, can't you? Can you? Sometimes, okay. sometimes you can get them right. in Little. It depends if they're sometimes in Sometimes you can get them in no, Asian like, market, uh, but Asian markets, the yeah. place on Henry Mary Street... Um, Henry Street. Mm-hmm. Listen, when I say that Peckham is heaving with plantains, I yeah. mean it. That's yeah. the only thing in Peckham. There was another <laughs> place I saw yesterday on Mary Street, I think, had them. They're everywhere. Okay. All right. You I, just need okay. to look. They're not in the most obvious places. And I will they're not in the supermarkets, but they are. We need to have a Dublin scavenger hunt for plantains. They're yeah. just so delicious. They are they're good. So I don't really know how to cook them. My fr- uh, my roommate, just when I was like living in Harlem, yeah, is usually, used to go with a Dominican yeah. guy, and he used to make them for us. And they were you do, Yeah, delicious. a Dominican man made them for me. You, you should only eat them made by a Dominican man. Yeah. It's like, go find one. Go find one now. Go find one, and I will make it for you. Yeah. But they are good. Yeah, no, they're delicious. And yeah, and if you try and make bananas in the same way, no. like I did as a foolish youth, it's just not. No, it's not worth yeah, it. Because you need it to be very starchy. Gonna get they're your not heart that broken. sweet. Bananas burn and mm-hmm. get smoky and mm-hmm. mushy. Yeah. Those plantains hold their form. Yeah. <laughs> and are more potato like. They are. Yes. They've definitely got that kind of starchy element to it. But I don't know what I would cook them with. I guess I'd have to. I've only ever had them like on the side of something. Yeah. And. Yeah, they're just beautiful and they do a really good job being on the side Are of things. Are they healthy? They must be. I never thought to ask. I um, mean, they're like vegetable-esque. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah. You probably fry them it's in It's probably so like a sweet potato kind of. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, in um, Vanuatu, there's a thing called breadfruit, mm. which looks more like a papaya, actually, but it's got that same sort of starchy... What does a papaya do look pl- like? Plant- Papaya is sort of like a giant mango, but, a giant mango. but greener. Greener. Okay. I'm sure I've seen one. I don't I'm like mm. papaya. I, I think they're at. so beautiful when you cut open and they're that orange, yellow, and the, the black seed. It's the seed. I think it's, they're so beautiful, but I cannot stand the taste of them. Did you know that we as women are not meant to eat grapefruit? What? It's my yeah. favorite food. Okay, well then, never mind. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> never mind. Um, why? I take it back. Why? I take it back. Is it an estrogen thing? It's like a breast cancer thing, apparently. Oh God. Yeah. And, huh? um, no. I mean, you never, I mean, obviously these things, you know, everyone's no. like, don't drink water. Water yeah. will kill you. Yeah. But um, yeah, Kylie Minogue got her diagnosis after her grapefruit binge. Like, She all was this probably eating like only grapefruit. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently, apparently mm. it's not, it, you shouldn't, it's not good for us. You shouldn't. It does I, I interfere. It, so it does it interfere with, um, certain, uh, birth control things. Really? It's yeah. that potent? And it has wow. a big effect on your metabolism as well. Okay. Usually a positive effect on your okay. metabolism, but also that could throw somebody's, um, uh, hormones off probably. Yeah. So probably does. Yeah. My hormones are pretty effective. Anyway, but they say so. that if you've got certain, um, rheumatoid, 
problems okay. that you shouldn't eat any citrus or tomatoes or anything like that. Yeah. That you should cut out all this stuff. So there probably is some kind of a... Yeah, men are indeed meant to eat tomatoes on account of their prostates, not liking them. Not liking tomatoes. Yeah, the prostates say no. Mark Hanton, how does your okay, a prostate um, feel about Just on the tomatoes? grapefruit, <laughs> breast cancer, inconclusive and limited, so we do not have yet have okay, a clear answer. There you go. There you go. So, I really I only eat it, just, I really yeah, only eat it in the winter when they're in season. But I do love them. Pink grapefruit. I mean, I don't like white grapefruit. I did not know there was such a thing. Yeah. You are just blowing my mind. (laughs) Pink grapefruit, though. Delicious. (laughs) Yes, please. Um, But I don't know when I started that, actually. You know, I don't really eat. I don't really eat fruit. Really? You don't? Yeah. I've kind of gotten into apples. Are you, are, you're pretty much just Leonardo DiCaprio in that river <laughs> eating fish. That's all yeah, you that's, eat. Yeah, I didn't find it that... Well, I found it boring because I was like, this is just my life. Like, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is just... Yeah, every Saturday. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Um, no, actually, when I, when I got to Bennington for the first time, I had sunstroke from being in the bush um, in Zimbabwe. So, and actually, all I could stomach was weirdly apples, even though I never really had a taste for them. And then I was just drinking coffee to stay awake. But like when I got back to Dublin, everyone was like, you look great. Oh my God. And I was like, really? <laughs> yeah. I've been apples. living off very, very little for the past. Apples like, and coffee. Apples and coffee. Yeah. You heard it here. Um, yeah. Apples are very good for you though. They mm-hmm. are excellent for you. Yeah. With the skin on. Skin off. They're not as good. Like who takes the time to skin them? I don't know. People do that for babies. <laughs> Stupid Demanding babies. babies. Yeah. Hush, Dublin for yeah. babies. <laughs> yeah, but apples, apples, it really is, uh, my nutritionist friend really said, really, apple or two a day really does okay. change yeah, your I've whole tried. system. I've, I've tried to, I, I mean, I've tried with to have bananas and like an unfried, un-banana Just breaded a straight form. up, straight yeah. banana. <laughs> but it's like, I, yeah, I can only have them at home because I do kind of like gratuitously retch and like, oh, God, yeah. well, You can stay away from that. What, yeah. what about kiwis? What about Jesus. grapes? Um, if they're on a cheese fruits. board, okay. I, I'd sample if a If it grape. comes with the cheese. And yeah. Actually, my nana in her glass house has grown grapes always, so I would like eat those, but they're yeah. a little and sweet. What about blueberries or raspberries or strawberries? No, no, really? no. I don't like, yeah, I just don't like sweet things. Just savory, just okay. cheese. Just block after savory. block of yeah. cheese. Mm. and Yeah. Super. Yeah. That's fair enough. <laughs> um, okay, sports and leisure. Last question. Name, uh, what is this about? Name three of the four C's for evaluating the value and quality of a diamond. Oh. More leisure than sport. Say that again. As usual. (laughs) Three of the four C's. C's for evaluating. Four words that begin with C. Carrot? Carrot, yeah. I feel I should know this from watching another Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Blood Diamond, yeah. Oh, Blood Blood Diamond, Diamond. yeah. Um, Carrot... I didn't know you needed that. I've got many. a couple more. Cut. Cut. There we go. Yeah. Clarity. Clarity. And color. And what? Yeah. Color. 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 Oh. Yeah. That's exactly right. Well done, you. Yeah. Do you buy a lot of diamonds? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, maybe rumbled on my Im- illegal importing of diamonds at the moment. Uh, probably shouldn't have given that away, but uh, yeah. Um, no, I that's impressive. I don't. Yeah. I had no idea about those things. Yeah, at all, until I was dealing with one, and they're like, "Would well, you like us to evaluate this word?" And I was like, "Well, what does that mean?" So carrot is weight, and then clarity is. There's something actually at the beginning of that. Um, is it the counselor that Cormac McCarthy 
script move? Doesn't Michael Fassbender go in and have it? That was a bad movie. That was too. a terrible movie. <laughs> oh, that was a really yeah. bad movie. Um, but and yeah, and I remember something from something is coming back to me about yeah. clarity or yeah. did you watch that film? I watched. I it. paid to see what? that film. Why? With, with a big glass. Of it I got did the not worst pay to I thought ever. it was going to be good. What was it? Oh my god, the Counselor. Cameron yeah. Diaz. The best thing I'd about that movie that was that Cameron Diaz had amazing nails. Oh my, yeah. And she does her <laughs> hump orgasm thing yeah. on the car window and then have a Bardem talking about it later and he's like, it was too medical, it was too gynecological <laughs> to be arousing. That was that was good. <laughs> that was really <laughs> That was the best thing that came yeah. out of that Like that she's movie. like just being I forgot like, he so was in that too. That was just a bad movie. Just horrified looking up at her. It's like, ugh, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, her nails in that movie were fantastic, but it was a very boring movie. It was just, I mean, like, what's so wonderful about so much of a Cormac McCarthy is the, you know, language. And I think they just tried to have the characters have really long monologues. And it's like, you know, Brad Pitt reeling off this long monologue of kind yeah. of Cormac McCarthy and speak. And it was just like, yeah. It's like, dude, you don't talk like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it just didn't come do. together. No. It just didn't come together. It was bad. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Clarity and color. I don't really know the difference between those two things. Clarity is how well you can see through it, I guess. Is there are imperfections in the mm-hmm. you know, little... Oh, yeah, it's about imperfections, yeah. And then color is some... some it's what it, put, what's, what it puts off, wood. right? It's like the... Maybe, yeah. It's like when light hits it, mm-hmm. what colors does it? can be a bit it... blue. And actually... You want it to be... Cubic zirconia, I think. Green. Fake diamonds often have color. Like, actually look yellow or... yeah. Yeah, you want diamonds to put off blue and green, apparently. That's the... Yeah. Those are the good ones, the That's good the colors. Best. And yellow is cheap and not sought after. Cheap and cheerful. <laughs> like, yeah, not that great. Um, yes. Sue, you have been a diamond on our show today. Boom. Nice. Got there. Like we planned um, Sue, it. Sue, you yeah. have a show this coming Friday the it's 4th a, of March. It's a launch, yeah. It's this book yeah. called Some Mark Made that I've been editing for the past... I keep saying a year, but I think it has, in fact, been more like eight months. So, um... It's called yeah. Some Work Made. Some Mark Made. Some Mark Made. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. So it's experimental and speculative poetry, criticism, prose, and there's um, nine contributors, including myself. And yeah, there's some very important Irish literary and visual arts practitioners in it. And then we have, um, yeah, an American poet, a Canadian poet. Um, Shauna Barbosa is coming over from Boston for the launch on nice. Friday. He was another good friend of myself and Laura's. Another Bennington College. Another Bennington person. So yeah, it's launching at the Winding Stair at six, and we'll be having wine. And there'll be a few readings, not too many. Fabulous. And um, yeah, and that's so, in the bookshop. In the bookshop of the Winding yeah. Stair. Yeah, they've been really wonderful. So yeah, I'm really, I'm excited. It's been a long time in the in the making, Same. and um, and are you the only editor? I'm the only editor. Yeah, I just decided to. You know, pull together fun people, yeah, make it happen. Yeah, there are just so many wonderful people I know making work and not really having that many portals of representation, yeah. not that many kind of print, yeah, um, a hard copy. print journals, yeah, yeah. Or it's only, it's I wanted to make like a limited edition, there's only a hundred of them. I just wanted to make a limited edition book rather than be like, I'm gonna start up a journal because we have so many journals I'm doing good things, a yeah, yeah, um. So yeah, I don't know. I'm. I'd like to do something like it again in a time, you know, and 
maybe a year or so. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's been it's been really fun and everyone's been wonderful and you know all Excellent. the contributors are great and I got some tote bags made up because I just couldn't contain my excitement while no. I was waiting on the book tour. Right? It's either yeah. tote bags or t-shirts. So tote <laughs> yeah, bags. So it's gonna be some some work made. Um, tote bags. So that's Friday the fourth of March. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're listening now, 2016. 6 p.m. 2016. 2016. Yeah. Um, and do you have a website or a Twitter or anywhere yeah. people can find you? Um, well, I'm on suerainsford.com. Some Mark Made has its own website, somemarkmade.com. Oh. And yeah, I'm on Twitter. I'm Humbirdfoil on Twitter. Humbirdfoil. Um, yeah, which is a bastardization of a pseudonym I had to use when I was in college publishing myself because we didn't get enough uh, submissions for <laughs> our literary journal. <laughs> so I had to make oh. up the name Helena Foil. Now, now it's out there. That's it's out there. there. Yeah, I'm going to start getting hate mail now. Um, yeah. <laughs> the secret is out. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, super. Mark Hanton? Uh, myself and the choir that I am part of are doing a show uh, on the 12th of March in Smock Alley. It's called Other Worlds, st- the story of Tiernan Oak. I think it's going to be pretty cool. Come and check it out. Some interesting music Sup- and stuff. Super. Yep. Uh, I don't really have anything to plug. I'm going to Lisbon. Oh. <laughs> so you'll be having a great time. Weekend, so that's, yeah. yeah. But I'll well, have another week to push that one again. So just. I guess you're going to miss Otherworld, the story I, yeah. of Tiernan I'm, so, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I didn't know theater. about that at the time. Yeah. Darn it. Um, okay, kiddos. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. See you now. Bye.